Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Thank you for joining me. If you're new, welcome. This is a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. And if you are a follower, welcome back. So today, whenever I was channeling what I needed to talk about, the message that I got is to be gentle and kind with yourself during these shifting energies. Now, I don't know if you all have been feeling any shifting going on lately. Um, I personally have had this illness going on. Um, But even before that, I could feel like I was getting headaches and just different things going on. And I knew that it was coming from shifting energies. And I had been fatigued, very fatigued. And so I feel like when you're fatigued like that, your immune system is down and your energy is down, then we're more susceptible to um, sickness. So I believe that had a lot to do with it. So I wanted to talk to you today kind of about what's been going on. I don't know if you pay attention at all to any of the, the weather patterns or anything like that, but we have had solar storms going on. And some of the things that those can cause are lack of sleep, who can have intense dreams or even nightmares. You can feel low energy, fatigue, and restlessness, which is, again, what I was experiencing. Um, Your ears might be ringing. You may feel dizzy and ungrounded. And this was interesting because the other day we were out to eat and my mom just kept talking about how she kept feeling dizzy all day. And I was a little worried at first because I thought, you know, I'm sitting here trying to think of what are the signs of stroke and all of those things because, you know, your mind immediately races to, is she okay? And we were just chalking it up to sinuses. You know, everyone around us has had sinus issues going on. So I figured it was just that. And then I happened to hear someone say, well, you know, we've had solar storms going on. I was like, huh. So I thought I would look that up and see like, what exactly does that cause? And lo and behold, It causes dizziness and feelings of being ungrounded. So I immediately texted my mom, and I'm like, this might be why you were dizzy. She just texted back, wow, that would explain it, because there's really no other reason. But it can also cause headaches, pressure headaches, dehydration, achy feelings, like like you have the flu, like flu-like symptoms. And, you know, part of also ascension symptoms when you're going through spiritual awakening you can also feel those symptoms of like flu and being achy and having headaches and pains, different places. That is also, those are symptoms of ascension and we're all ascending to another level. And so as that shifting is going on, it's like we're experiencing things in our body because it's almost like we're releasing the old, right? Releasing the toxins and we're taking on the new and we're getting downloads and it's just... um It's a process that it's different for everyone, but I know personally, like fatigue was a big thing for me. And um, the other thing was this throat thing going on, right? Like my not being able to talk. I have had like a cold before and I've had sinus stuff before. I've never lost my voice through it to where I couldn't even talk out loud. That's the first time for me that it's ever been that bad. And I know a big part of that is part of my spiritual up-leveling has to do with my throat chakra. 
because I've always been the type of person who didn't want to speak my truth because I didn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Like I was always a people pleaser and I didn't want to say things that would make anyone mad or, you know, would make someone unhappy because I never liked conflict. I hated it. And I know that part of that for me is growing up, you know, being a little kid and witnessing my parents' divorce because they would fight. And I was a witness to that. And I know that's part of it. And I just never liked conflict. So I would avoid it at all costs. But I didn't end up avoiding it. I ended up making things worse for me because I just would end up feeling resentful because I didn't speak my truth and I didn't set a healthy boundary for myself and let people know when they were crossing the line and when they were making me upset or angry or uncomfortable. I didn't say it. I would just, or if I said it, it would be in a very passive aggressive way. And that's not really helpful. It doesn't it doesn't really tell people what the problem is. Like you can ignore someone and not text them back or you can do whatever. That's not really explaining why you're upset. So that's what I used to do. And I know like I needed to um, <clears throat> work on opening that throat chakra and being able to voice my my um, concerns and voice what was bothering me and upsetting me. And that was just a really hard thing for me to do. In fact, even saying no, I remember one time I went to counseling, like right after my divorce. And one of the things she had me do is just to sit and practice telling people no. And I thought that was so odd at the time and funny, but I mean, I understand the point of it now and the purpose, but it, at the time it was lost on me. Like it didn't really have much of an effect because I knew what she meant and I knew what she was trying to do, but it wasn't until now that I truly understood the importance of what she was trying to show me, which is when I tell other people yes to things I don't want to do or don't feel comfortable doing, it's like telling myself no and telling my inner child no. And I'm forced then to do things that I don't want to do. And so as an adult, I have become better about saying no. And I'm, I'm going to admit that's still something I need to work on. And I know I need to work on because if, you know, someone I really love is like, Oh, can you please do this? And even if I don't want to do it, usually I'll still say yes, but I'm, I'm learning and I'm getting there and I do say no. So I just have to work on saying no more often. So the other thing that you might've been experiencing lately is unexplainable anxiety or irritation. And I know I have been reading posts all over the place through all the different groups that I belong to where people are saying like, I've been so anxious and I'm just so worried and whether it's about finances or if it's about a relationship, whatever it is. I mean, it's all different areas of their life, but there's worry and anxiety. And I'm seeing that more and more. And I see it in my own children and in my students at school, like they're just experiencing more and more anxiety. And a lot of that has to do with this energy shift. You know, we all feel it because it's happening. It's all shifting. Um, Some people might be experiencing enhanced intuition. So you may just know things faster or you just know where maybe before you felt like, oh, I don't really... 
I don't really get the answers that I'm seeking. And now you're like, I don't know why, but I just know this. I just know this is a bad thing for me, or I just know this will be a good thing for me. So it's like your intuition is heightening and your perception and sensitivity is heightening as well. (coughs) And one thing about being an empath that I know is when you get into groups of large people, (laughs) excuse me, I'm so sorry, this voice thing oh so annoying more than anything but I know for myself like being an empath when I get into large groups of people I can feel the energy more it's like heightened and so being in a large crowd sometimes it doesn't bother me per se it's just I just notice the difference that there's much more energy and you're more likely to be around the energy of people who are maybe don't have the greatest energy now I know it bothers my children when we go to play, they don't like to be in large crowds or if it's really noisy somewhere, they hate that. And I know that they're picking up on other people's energy and it's exactly what it is. And there are a lot of kids and teenagers who are experiencing that because we have a lot of kids and teenagers who are, they're being born and they have these gifts and abilities and they're, you have indigos and you have um, crystal children and all of the children who are coming in with these abilities are known as the rainbow crew and they're coming in and they're here to shift the entire um, planet they're here they have a much higher purpose here and that is to spread the light and to spread love (coughs) There's a lot of reasons that they came here. And those children are especially, especially sensitive. And so if you're in a, and you may notice this about your own children, if your own children seem to have a lot of anxiety, more than normal. And yes, people will tell you, well, children have a lot more anxiety because of social media. Yes, I believe that that does play a role. But there are some children, and you notice that they would have anxiety because they probably had it before they had a phone, you know? You know, when your kids are younger, when they're around 9 or 10 or so. My kids didn't have a phone at 9 or 10, and they still had, like, some anxiety. And so, you know, at first I didn't, well, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know anything until about a year ago what this even meant. I knew that they had sensitivity and that they were different as far as having the anxiety, especially my son. But I didn't really know why, you know, what it was all about. And they both have experienced panic attacks, and I've shared that before. And um, I believe part of the reason is because, you know, he's an indigo. And the characteristics of indigo children is that they are very strong-willed and stubborn. They have problems with authority. And it's not like my son would go against a teacher or anything. It's not like that. It's his problem with authority is if a rule or a law doesn't make sense, he really like questions that. He's they're very intuitive, often psychic. They're creative and unafraid of trying something new. They often lack patience and get frustrated very often. 
And despite being a rebel, they also need very clear boundaries and structure and they thrive when they have more boundaries and structure. And that's one thing that definitely I've noticed about my son too. They can be very insecure and they're often diagnosed as having ADD or ADHD. That fits my son to a T. And um, very, very, my son is very, very smart. And as a little boy, he would often say things to me like, you know, questioning everything. Um, For example, like this is just one example that I can think of, but we were coming home one day and he says to me, mom, there's a police car in the driveway. And I'm looking up and there's nothing in the driveway, right? And I, so I say to him, I said, no, there's not. I don't know what you're talking about. There's no police car in the driveway. Yes, there is, mom. I said, no, there's not. Yes, mom, there is. So I'm like, whatever, you know, here I'm thinking this little boy's imagination. Okay. It's like, okay, fine. You know, just to shut him up. Okay. I agree with him. And then we pull in the driveway and I get out and he bends down and picks up this Lego, not Lego, but um, like matchbox police car out of the driveway. He's like, see, I told you there was a police car in the driveway. And it was always things like that, like always proving me wrong. So if you have an indigo, they can be very, very difficult to parent because they're going to question everything you do. You cannot just tell an indigo child because I said so. That does not work. Like every rule has to have a logical reason that you're setting this boundary for them. And again, it can be very, very difficult because if they feel that it's stupid or there's no reason that you're setting a rule, you know, they will argue to the death about that. And I know that's my son, definitely. Um, The characteristics of a crystal child, though, they're a little different. Um, They are sometimes born to an indigo adult, but they are very emotional and touchy-feely. They can make decisions based on intuition and feelings, and they're often sensitive and have allergies. They like to be alone. They make lasting friendships. They're good counselors and mediators. They're often very musical. They like to connect with young children and animals or people who are very vulnerable. They put comfort well above fashion. They often have to leave high energy or crowded places because it makes them feel overwhelmed. Um, They may, uh, and this is not always in every case, but they may be um, gay or bisexual. They have an affinity with water. They're usually healers or have a calming presence. And sometimes they get labeled as being on the spectrum. Um, because they're so like self-contained, it's like they see them as having social issues when really it's just that they're a crystal child. So <clears throat> anyway, the point is that these children will often feel very extra sensitive to the shifting energy that's coming in. And they're here to kind of shift the way that we see the world. And um, I think, of course... You can already see that, (laughs) excuse me, if you're an educator and, you know, people will say, well, this generation of children is different. Honestly, that's actually true. In this case, there are a whole generation of children who are coming in and they're very different because they're here to shift our whole perspective. They're here to shift the way that we see the world and they're here to shift the the way that we um, 
our society is and our societal norms and boundaries. They're here to push that and help us to see things differently. So I realize now that I just kind of went off on a whole tangent on that, but I feel like maybe somebody needed to hear that because I know like as a parent having an indigo and a crystal child, it can be very challenging sometimes, especially when their anxiety really kicks in and it has been lately. So that's one of the the things that, (coughs) excuse me, you may notice from the shifting energy. You may notice it in yourself. (coughs) Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. You may notice it in yourself and you may also notice it in your child that, you know, you're noticing this heightened anxiety. So if you've been feeling a little off lately and you're wondering, what is it? This is it. It is the shifting energy. It's these solar storms that are happening. You don't need to worry. You're not going crazy. Other people have feeling the same thing. Trust me. Um, I believe part of the reason that I've gotten sick the way that I have is part of that is the shifting energy because it has left me feeling very fatigued and drained. And so one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was being kind and gentle with yourself during this shift of energy. You know, I've had to say, I'm a, I'm a person who, again, well, because I'm a people pleaser, but not even just that. I just like to be very professional in everything that I do. And so I usually do my Facebook Lives on Tuesday. And I just had to say, you know, I, I can't do it because with doing the podcast and trying to do some like some of the other this you know end of the school year and I have to teach to review with my students it's not fair to my students if I don't have a voice to review with them it's not fair to the people who listen to my podcast for me to not have a new episode out because I know that and I understand it because I listen to things on the way to work too. And if I had nothing to listen to, I would go crazy. So I understand needing a podcast or something to listen to on the way to work. And I enjoy doing it. And I want to be able to provide that for people. But it's one of those things where it's like, I can't be everything to everyone all the time. And every once in a while, my body tells me, you gotta, you have to take a break. You've got to slow down. And this week was just one of those weeks where I just said, okay, well, I can't do the Facebook Live, but I can just still do a card, you know, reveal on my Facebook page. But I can't really do the live because I want to save my voice. And I also wanted to spend some time with my kids. It takes up a whole evening really when I do a live because I get get ready and then, you know, then I do the live. And I know that this time of year has been so busy. I don't want my kids to feel like I'm like neglecting them. So I just decided, okay, well, I'm going to just do this alternative thing to doing the live. And hopefully my, my soul family will understand and I can take my children to dinner and I can actually eat a dinner and take my time and not have to scarf it down because I have five other things to do. And I can talk to them and ask them how their, their day was and finals they're worried about and how things are going in school and so that was actually very nice to be able to do that and very nice and it was nice to be able to just come home have a cup of coffee sit down just take my time do what I need to do and not feel like I was rushed and one of the things I have to say that I truly love about 
summer coming up. And I know there will be people who say, well, yeah, teachers don't really work because they get off summer. Well, let me tell you what, we need that time because about this time of year, it gets to the point of, I don't know how I'm going to make it another day. I'm so busy with everything and it's so needed. And I'm looking forward to the break that's coming up because I'm ready to relax, rejuvenate. I'm ready to be excited again for the new school year. I'm ready for all the things that are happening. And the summer will allow me to spend a little more time focusing too on this, my business, which will be exciting. Um, because, you know, I've got some projects in the works that I'm really looking forward to. And we're actually at school totally changing the curriculum for foreign language. We're moving from <clears throat> being a, <clears throat> excuse me, a course where we taught out of a book and we focused on writing and things like that. We're focusing on speaking, communicating, and we're stepping away from the book and from, from writing and we're moving more towards active learning. And I'm very excited about that because I think the kids will be excited and energized and they'll be able to do more. Because it's useless when you learn a language and then you don't ever speak it. And that's how most of us learned a language. We didn't really speak that much in class. Or if you did, it was very limited. So I know sometimes even still when I go to another country, I feel a little intimidated trying to use my language. And I don't want my students to feel that way. So we're hoping to totally shift that. So that's exciting too. But you can't do all of those things without being gentle and resting. And I know that many of you are also very busy, very, very busy. And so what I think the universe wants me to tell you today is to stop, stop, take a breath and do something nice for yourself that does not include work. So if that is to go outside and meditate in nature, ground yourself in nature, if it is to take a hot bath with a glass of wine and some Epsom salts in your bath and maybe some essential oils, do that. If it's go get a massage, do that. I have a massage coming up that I still have to schedule, but I'm, I'm like, I'm doing this for myself um, <clears throat> because, you know, I used to be the type of person that would feel bad about taking time out for me. And now I understand that it's absolutely crucial that you do that. It's not selfish to put yourself first. You cannot take care of anyone else when you have nothing left to give. So it's very, very important for you to stop and smell the roses once in a while. You know, we all have different ways that we relax and we enjoy things like reading a good book is one thing that I love to do. I love to read funny books. Um, I love reading informational books too, but like if I just want to unwind, I just want to read a book that just makes me laugh. <coughs> and I have to say that if you want books like that, Bossy Pants by Tina Fey was really funny. Mindy Kaling has, I think she has two books out now maybe. Um, and I don't remember the name of the first book that she had, but I read that and it was really funny. So, and well, actually I read a book by, I believe it was Amy Poehler too. That was also really, really funny. There's so many great, hilarious females out there 
And I think that they are so underestimated in our society still. Um, Because even somebody said to me not that long ago, like, I just don't think women are funny, like women comedians. And I, after I got over the, the, um, desire to punch him in the face, (laughs) this was before my enlightenment, you know, I really, I was so mad that he said that I'm like, what? And I immediately dragged him to Netflix and made him watch a few comedy specials by females. He's like, well, I guess that was funny. Like, whatever, you sexist pig. But anyway, no, I'm just kidding. Really, though, I was very upset by that. You know, there are a lot of really funny, funny women out there, and I just don't think that they get the credit they deserve sometimes. Um, Okay, off my soapbox now. Sorry about that. Anyway, my point being do something that is going to make you laugh, smile, relax whatever makes you feel good. Um, Do that for yourself. Whatever that is that you think about me time, this is what I would do. Take that time out for yourself. Be gentle on yourself. And you know, if you're having a lot of trouble with these symptoms, these ascension symptoms, you know, Reiki is one thing that definitely can help with that. So you might consider that as well. I wanted to pull a card for you today. So I pulled a card from the chakra healing deck. (coughs) And the card that I pulled has to do with your sacral chakra, which is the chakra that is. So your very first chakra, there's the root chakra, which is at your tailbone. The next one up is the sacral chakra. And it says you have the ability to resolve tides of envy and fear with stability. You are courageous and enthusiastic creating what needs to become in order to move forward with your life. Your energy is inspired and activated by your innovative drive. And in turn, you inspire and motivate others to achieve their fullest potential. You are a beacon of light and possibility. What new ideas are coming to you and how can you bring them into being? Revel in this moment of inspiration and let it help you birth new beauty in the world. Guys, I think that this is one thing that goes, it does go along with our reading because some of you are getting downloads of ideas and inspiration too for new projects, new things you want to do. And pay attention to your dreams right now because you may be getting information in your dreams and guidance in your dreams. I would suggest keeping a dream journal by your bed if you can. Um, if you're like me, I do not always wake up enough to write down what I dreamt of. So you might just grab your phone and talk into your phone if you are awake enough to do that too, to describe your dream, because I will forget my dream five minutes after I wake up. So I have to definitely be diligent about first thing in the morning, writing down anything I remember. Um, But you might be getting new ideas. And if you are, know that they are divinely guided. Spirit is giving you new ideas and downloads because we're here on a mission and we all have a purpose and we're all coming into our own purpose and understanding what our mission is and what we're supposed to be doing. So if you're feeling a nudge in any one direction or another, please know that do not ignore it. You are being divinely guided. So um, continue, you know, continue moving forward. Don't let fear stop you. Take the steps that you're being guided to take. 
and know that you are being supported fully by the universe and by divine. You cannot make a wrong move. Just know that. And um, yeah, so I want to thank you for joining me and uh, again for being very patient with me during this unfortunate no voice fiasco. It's been annoying more than anything. <coughs> My students were so funny, came in the one day and had no voice. They're like, just go home. You don't sound good. But um, I, I'm glad it's slowly coming back. And I'm looking forward to the upcoming break to be able to just relax and rejuvenate. And I'm looking forward to getting back to my Facebook lives next week. So join me next week for that on Tuesday at seven. And if you need anything from me, check out the services I offer on my, my website um, at melissaopman.com. I have Reiki sessions, coaching, readings, past life regression, and I offer all of these in packages as well. So take a look at what I offer. You can always contact me if you have any questions. You can contact me at melissaoatman77 at gmail.com. You can call me. You can um, send me a message through Facebook or through Instagram. You can contact me anyway, even through my website. And if you haven't already, sign up to subscribe to my website and you will receive a free morning and evening meditation. And if you have not subscribed to this podcast, what are you waiting for? Please subscribe. You'll be notified every time there's a new episode. And um, if you would please be so kind to leave a review, stars on iTunes, or you can write a review either from Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, however you're listening to this. If you would do that for me, I would greatly appreciate it because it helps more people hear this podcast. And my mission is to help as many people as possible. So thank you in advance for helping me with my mission and for being a light for others. I want to thank you for being here today. I love you all. I'm sending you massive love and light, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.